Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Hour number two of the huddle, 11.07 on the Sunday morning. Shout out to Al Shock if you're still in the studio. <laughs> the... the Vikings now 2-0 and in games that don't count. Just <laughs> fantastic. And, and so so deadpan, perfectly delivered. Um, thank you. That was incredibly entertaining. Uh, if you missed anything from our first hour today, the podcast is up now. Get it anywhere you get your podcast or the free Odyssey app. It's super easy to get. Just go in there, search the huddle, WCCO Radio, whatever. You can find us. Uh, it is uh, always fun to make sure that you guys get out there. and love to hear from you as well before, during, and after the show. On the Cities One Plumbing Talk, text line 651-461-9226. It is, uh, this is the last weekend without college football. Got a few more weeks without NFL. Well, we've actually already had NFL football, but it's in terms of the regular season. The fantasy football season is heating up. <laughs> heating up, Pete. And I know that you're – is this your first year of playing fantasy football? Is that what you, you know, said? It's not my first year, Dave, okay. but uh, it's something I never, ever grasped onto um, for whatever reason. No no negativity at all. Just never did it. And two years ago, somebody reached out, and I was in a fantasy league, and, and you know, I – I did really well, surprisingly, because I had no clue what I was doing. I, these guys were studying things, and they knew this and that, and, and I didn't. I just went for the guys that I thought made sense or whatever and got kind of lucky and, and did pretty well. But I'm in one – I'm in three of them this year. And, and we were just talking – yeah, too many, which is three too many. But uh, I got one tonight where we've got a draft already, and it's a college football fantasy and it's a limited number of, I think it's maybe 42 schools, maybe total. Mm -hmm. So it's very selective and, and all of that. But uh, yeah, so I'll be building a, a team tonight. And I already had a draft for the NFL uh, just this past week on Wednesday night. So <laughs> a guy it. who went from zero to, to 50 pretty quick. <laughs> I love, I, I've really gotten into... What, what I enjoy a lot, what I got, especially in my last couple of years in television, was the daily fantasy. I really yeah. like that because the season-long fantasy, it, I mean, let's be honest, you can be done after week two, right? Uh -huh. A guy gets injured and, and you're done. Like, how many times have you drafted somebody and then they're out in week two and it's done? Or the other thing that always happens, the other reason I hate season-long fantasy football, and, and this happened to me, do you remember the name uh, Jason Snelling? 
Remember Jason Snelling? No. Running back for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, and, you're and, going way back. Yeah, you won't remember him <laughs> because he really did nothing. Except one game, he had like 244 yards and five touchdowns. And I'm he's, not kidding. He's built like a truck, right? If I'm Yes. In, if, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he yeah. was on our bench. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't remember who we started. I was sharing a team with my friend Matt. And I don't know if he's listening, but if he does, he will say the same thing. And this was this was actually the final year that we shared a team together mm-hmm. because we said we're we're just we're great friends, but we're not good together. Like this isn't <laughs> working for us, so we're going to have to break up. Mm-hmm. And we did. And Jason Snelling was that one that ultimately un- undid it for us. He had yeah, it was it was he's on our bench, and then he did nothing else. So of course, then you got to start him every game the rest of the season, and he did nothing. Uh, that's why I hate season long fantasy football. I actually have not played season-long fantasy football again until this year, and I'm in two. I'm in two different leagues, and I also play. What I really love about daily fantasy football, and I'm I'm cheap. I will say it. I'm cheap. Okay. I don't like. It's why I don't gamble. I don't like losing money. I just don't. <laughs> and if you're not okay losing money, you shouldn't gamble, right? So I like daily fantasy because I I opened up a one of the account one of the sites, and I've played it for probably seven years on one initial twenty five dollar deposit. And like, cause you, you win a buck, you win two bucks, maybe you don't win. And so you just, it's fun because you're not ever really losing a whole season. You're just kind of, you know, maybe one week you pick the wrong guys and next week you have another. So I'm in on it, but I enjoy it. Yeah. I've I've actually had a lot of fun. It's been, it's kind of crazy. And this college one, I've never been a part of that. And it's, it's, it's literally just, you've got quarterbacks, you've got running backs, you got wide receivers. That's it. That's this particular one. And it's, uh, we got our draft tonight, so it's interesting though, and it's a lot of fun. It, it takes a little bit of work. It does. <laughs> it takes some time because, you know, it's not the entire, for instance, SEC. It's a chunk of the SEC. Some of the Pac-12, Pac-4, if you want to call them that now, Big Ten, you know, Big <laughs> Big Twelve, whatever. Uh, there's there's selective teams, and right. and and a couple from others as as well, just because like Tulsa. Now, you and I know nothing about Tulsa, probably, Tulsa football, but mm-hmm. uh, they've got apparently one of the best tight ends in football. They've got a really good transfer quarterback or something, and, you know, it makes it kind of interesting. So yeah. I, I like the strategy behind it. So as a guy who never did it, really, uh, it's kind of fun just to kind of try to outthink your opponents. <laughs> so you can only take guys from certain leagues, is that right? Well, certain certain schools Total, and I think right. it's forty-two schools, and it's okay. you know cherry picking out of leagues. Yeah, because if not, you like everyone would draft the quarterback from North Dakota State because he's right. going to get you know seven cupcakes and throw for <laughs> three hundred and fifty yards a game or four hundred yards a game. Yeah, um, interesting. I, yeah, I've never played college fantasy football, so um, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd probably be up for that at some point. What well, the thing I always loved about fantasy football, especially when I was still working in in TV sports full time, mm-hmm. um, was that it really was a great way to keep you involved in everything yeah. that was going on in the league right. you know, and, and keep you abreast of all the situations uh, that are happening. I think um, that's one of the big reasons for yeah. me to do it, to be honest yeah. with you, is it, it, it expands me out because, you know, at one point in time in my life, I did color commentary and mm-hmm. I've traveled all over the country. So you get so much exposure, you kind of know a little bit about everybody, but I don't do that anymore. So I don't have that same exposure. Yep. <laughs> so this kind of opens my it, right? eyes. Yeah. Did great. you see, by the way, we talked a little bit about this uh, a while, I guess off air, about the Jimmy Graham situation, and, and yeah. it's, it's pretty serious. He mm-hmm. was, uh, I don't know if he was detained or he wasn't arrested, I don't think, or maybe he was, um, in California. He was erratic and 
uh, the lead, this team has come out and said that that he had a seizure and that he was acting erratic after. Um, he is. This is his comeback bid with the Saints, at least that he's trying. I would assume now that if he truly did have a seizure, he probably isn't going to play football anymore. Uh, right. That at least seems to be my thought on this. And it's scary, Pete. It's scary yeah. to think that this 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 poor guy, you know, this guy who um, was a phenomenal football player for multiple teams is now trying to make a comeback, and he's having seizures. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I guess I don't know where to, where to go with this other than the fact that, you know, is, is, it, is it time for someone to step in for him if he's not ready to and say, listen, man, you've got to think about your long-term health here, and, and football's not it. Yeah, he's certainly struggling. And, and, and obviously, I think this is basically a cry out, unfortunately, mm-hmm. for Jimmy. And it's, you know, he had a great career early on. The guy was one of the most prolific tight ends we've ever seen. He's physically just an absolute beast on the football field. But um, that doesn't always mean that you have control over everything either. And it's something yeah. that he's obviously dealing with. And you know, it's it, it, it's a sad story, and you hope like heck that somebody can get to him and and get him into the right spot yeah. uh, mentally. And and you know, maybe if I would even suggest that if I were part of the league, uh, if I was the commissioner, for instance, I'd be reaching out to the guy. I really would. I would I would do everything we could to try to help him because clearly he is a guy sort of spinning, right? And it, yeah. you know, the last thing you need is for him to spin worse than he is already. But Yeah, uh, he was reading from uh, the New York Post. He was arrested for being under the influence mm-hmm. of a controlled substance right. uh, and resisting police. Uh, the Saints said he experienced a medical episode and likely suffered a seizure when he was filmed sprinting away from security guards Friday. It wasn't really a sprint. It was more of a jog. Yeah. And these security guards are desperately trying to, to catch up with him. Uh, they're staying at a resort ahead of the preseason game with the Saints uh, today. Video was obtained. I, w- I watched the video. He he's, was reportedly stopped by police wandering through traffic and then mm-hmm. taken into custody uh, for suspicion of being under a controlled substance and, and delaying and obstructing a police officer. And I, I, I shudder to say things like this because I do think we're now in an era of especially with the NFL, like here's what we're telling you happened versus what we know really happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, does a controlled substance, what does that have to do with his seizure? I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the, if there's a connection there and I don't want to speculate, mm-hmm. but either way, I would imagine this is probably, or at least should be the end of the line for Jimmy Graham when it comes to football. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to step away, and he needs yep. help. Uh, and yep. hopefully, the NFL does reach out to them. I mean, that that would be the most important thing is to reach out to him and do something in a positive way for somebody who's yep. clearly reaching out, needing some help. So uh, let's hope that they do that. Well, let's take a quick break here, and we'll, we'll turn the page on some uh, some happier news here, somewhat happier. Speaking of people needing help, former uh, North Star player Brad Maxwell is in need of, of help as well. And his friend and former teammate and my friend Jack Carlson is going to join us next, former North Star. Excited to talk with him uh, about what's going on with Brad and about what he's up to these days as well as some good old-time hockey talk. We'll do that next on The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Welcome back to The Huddle. If you know that song... You might you probably know that it was part of the uh, Slapshot soundtrack as well. 
Our uh, first guest this morning is a guy who played for the Minnesota North Stars, amongst other teams, a longtime hockey player, and a guy who I am just so excited that I get to call my friend, who I've known uh, for a couple years now, Jack Carlson, joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Jack, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, man. It is it is so great to hear your voice, and I know uh, that we have you on this morning, on at least to start on somewhat of a, a tough note, and that is that one of your teammates and friends, Brad Maxwell, is dealing with a, a really tough situation, an aggressive form of, of lung cancer, uh, but you're trying, like everything, to get him some help. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct. Uh, Brad <clears throat> uh, started having some difficulty about, oh, nine months to a year ago, uh, had trouble breathing, and he went in. Excuse me. <clears throat> he went in and had some tests done, and uh, they found that he had a lot of fluid on his lungs. And then they did a PET scan or CAT scan, and found out that he had three spots on his lung. And then uh, uh, he started some chemo and some radiation. And uh, they did another scan, and then he uh, he ended up finding out that he had some uh, spots on not only on his uh, lungs but on his brain. But they were able to uh, uh, kind of fix that problem, but uh, everything has come back now. And, again, he hasn't worked for a year. So we, uh, me and uh, a couple other fellows, uh, Steve Dowling and uh, uh, some of the other alumni members, have set up a GoFundMe page for him. Yeah, uh, and, and I put that on my it. Twitter. Go ahead. Sorry, Jack. Yeah. No, that's okay. It's, uh, um, it's one of those things where uh, um, – He's got, they're, they're now doing some aggressive uh, 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 treatment for him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, uh, not all those treatments are covered by uh, your insurance companies. So yeah. uh, we put out a GoFundMe page for him, and hopefully you know, folks will uh, you know, find it in their hearts to uh, help him out because he's done a lot for not only for the uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota uh, uh, people, but uh, you know, he's, he's been a real good uh, uh, president of our alumni association yeah. and uh, he's done a lot of good. And I've uh, I put that on uh, my Twitter page as well, the GoFundMe. So if you're looking for it, they're looking to raise about $75,000. you have got about seventeen four right now. So Perfect. Uh, as he said, um, if you have the means and you're interested, we'd love for you to be able uh, to donate. So, um, You know, and the other thing too, Dave, yep. about that is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, we all wish, you know, we, uh, we played in a generation where yes. uh, we felt at that time the pay was pretty good, but... Now what some of these uh, uh, players are making, uh, it's you know they may get that in uh, in a two week paycheck. So yeah. uh, you know, so uh, again, everybody that uh, that I have played with, I know that uh, they've gotten second jobs after uh, uh, getting done playing. So uh, it's, it's been a little uh, difficult for him and his family. Didn't you tell me once when we met back in 2016 that you were uh, you were picking up trash? Weren't you a, a trash man in the off season? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you told me that. Was that not? Maybe someone else told me that. What did you do in the off season? Uh, I work for a shipping company. All right, so I was close. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't pick up trash. I picked up people's freight uh, to ship okay. all over the country. Still, never let the never let the truth get in the way of a good story, Jack. <laughs> wow. Uh, hey, Jack, I know that guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. 
Jack, I got to tell you, it's an honor to uh, be on the radio with you, and I want to meet you one of these days because I tell you, um, I, I, you know, Killer Carlson, it, the whole thing. I mean, the fact that you guys, uh, your brothers at least, were a part of that movie Slapshot with Paul Newman, who, you know, was one of the greatest of all time, and here he is Correct. doing a show like Slapshot that you wouldn't probably expect. I mean. It, it says a lot about him. It also says uh, a lot about who you are, because I know that Dave was talking about, you know, he, he calls you a friend and I'd like to, too. So one of these days we'll have to get together. Is the NHL doing anything to help you guys out? And or not when I say you guys, Brad out uh, at all, I, I would I would think that they would want to be a part of this in some way. And, and hopefully, uh, hopefully they are wanting to give back to him. Well, well, we uh, have reached out to uh, the Players Association, and that's run by uh, an ex-player by the name of Pat LaFontaine. And yeah. he ended up uh, getting back to me and, and uh, sent me a documentation or a, an application to fill out. And uh, he explained to me where the money comes from is uh, when players uh, nowadays are suspended or fined or whatever, yeah. that money goes into a fund. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <clears throat> so when you have situations like this and ex-players reach out, uh, there's a fund that's set up, and uh, hopefully uh, Brad and uh, his wife, Lori, can uh, get that filled out, sent back. And uh, But I, ha- I have not uh, I have not contacted the National Hockey League, uh, per se, you know, the, the corporate offices. Um, I think they would probably uh, send me to the Players Association, being that he's an ex-player and uh, needs the help that way. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jack Carlson joining us in the John Schuster Cobalt Banker Hotline this morning. Jack, uh, just catch us up for people that don't uh, know. What are you doing these days? How do you keep yourself busy? It's well, not I'm, picking uh, up trash. I'm, we've we've figured yeah, that out. Yeah. <laughs> but I might put it on, now that you've said it, I might put an application in for like, <laughs> management or something and, and then maybe get a part-time job. <laughs> no, but... Uh, I've been working for uh, a company over in Mendota Heights by the name of Radiant Global Logistics, and I've been in the shipping business for, oh, we must be going on 42, 43 years now. I worked for another company back in the day, but I've been with uh, Radiant now for eight years, and uh, I'm also getting involved uh, right now, fellas, with, uh, uh, it's called the Slapshot family, uh, making some appearances with the Slapshot family. Uh, in fact, as a matter of fact, uh, we're coming to Minnesota for the State Fair. We'll be there uh, Friday and Saturday at the State Fair. So oh. some of you folks that want to come by and say hi and uh, get autographs and, uh, and you know, well, I'd love to meet you. Uh, my brother Jeff will be there, Dave Hansen. Uh, Jerry Hauser is going to be there. Uh, Johnny Upton, who was the captain of the team back in the day. So uh, we'll have stuff to uh, sign, give away. So we'd love to have you uh, come by. But 
Other than that, uh, if you if you can believe this, fellas, I have a vegetable garden that uh, I grow uh, all kinds of vegetables, and it's kind of <laughs> one of those. Uh, ther- you know, some people do certain things, but this is very therapeutic to me, so yep. I enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah, I I do the same. I I my dad was the same way as well. Uh, just so you know, Jack, my dad being a transplant surgeon, so he's in the medical yes. field. Likely, he uh, he he got his he got himself back into a great state of mind because of the casualness of doing the the whole thing in the gardens. And I find the same thing with me from the stock market into the garden. Nice. But <laughs> so tell us whereabouts would you what day and when where could we find you at the state fair because i'll be there every single day so i'm looking forward to finding you guys Good. there we go well, we're gonna, uh, i don't know exactly uh, uh uh pete where the where exactly the booth is going to be but we're going to be there all day friday and all day saturday nine to nine we're, okay. we're not going to be there uh you know we're going to try to do this things in shifts uh mm-hmm. I don't know if I could uh, do, uh, you know, 12 hours of uh, state fair. <laughs> we'll bring you Prano Pups or something. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what a, what a retired hockey player needs is a Pronto Pup. <laughs> uh, hey, Jack, I've always, you know, we, you and I, when we, I think it was the stadium series when you and I chatted for the first time uh, in, in 2016 and, and really hit it off, and I, I just loved chatting with you and, and hearing some of your stories, but one of the one of the things that I always wondered about was when you when when Slapshot came out or where they were casting you were going to go you get called up to the Edmonton Oilers instead was there ever a part of you that thought hmm I wonder what I missed being in movies or were you just so focused in on I want to play professional hockey I don't even care no I mean uh, Dave actually I did care because uh, my brother Jeff because I had played in Johnstown Pennsylvania and that's where the uh, the movie was uh, filmed. Mm-hmm. So I played in Johnstown for 50 games, and then I got called up to the Fighting Saints. And, you know, most people know the Fighting Saints were uh, on unstable ground, so to speak. And so uh, I went back home to northern Minnesota, Virginia, and uh, my agent was trying to find a place to play uh, for me to play. Brother Jeff calls and says, Jack, they want you to come out and do this movie. I said, okay. I said, uh, Jeff, how much money am I going to make? <laughs> I have no idea. I said, Jeff, how long am I going to be there? I don't know. I said, Jeff, I'm not just going to jump on an airplane and go to Johnstown. And, you, you know, you're there for three months and they hand you a check for $250 and say, thank you very much. And, and then you got to go home. <laughs> so, my, so my brother Jeff uh, commented, he goes, well, you know, why don't I'll have one of the producers call you? Well, then I waited. I waited a couple, three or four days and an Edmonton called and said, uh, Jack, we want you to come up here and finish the playoffs. I said, when do you want me? He goes, well, we play tomorrow night. Uh, uh, so I ended up uh, going to Edmonton. And then that night after that game, uh, I had a call from the producer and says, well, you didn't sign a contract, did you? I said, well, no, I didn't, but I shook their hand, so that's, uh, that's golden for me. That's, oh, I mean, that's a like man. a signed contract. Yep. You know, so I ended up uh, you know, uh, you know, continuing, but you know, uh, Dave Hansen, a real dear friend of mine, has done a real nice I thought he did a great job. And you know, the guys, uh, uh, you know, it's comical you talk about Paul Newman, because I asked Jeff one time, I said, uh, or Jeff told me one time that Paul Newman said it was one of the best movies that he, he has ever made. You know, they <laughs> joked around with the guy and, uh, you know, he was able to skate. And, you know, and then uh, when they were producing the movie or doing the movie, you know, they gave Jeff, Dave and my brother Steve a, a script. And, of course, the, these guys weren't following the script. And finally, the producer <laughs> says, let's let the guys just ad lib. So <laughs> that, 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 that stuff in the movie is kind of their own little doing. 
Oh, I love it. I love it. One of your one of the many great stories I, I oh. love that you share with us, Jack. Thanks so much for, for coming on. I wish we had more time. Maybe we do it again sometime. I'd love to have Let's you back it. on again and, yeah. and we can chat some more. Absolutely. David and Pete, thanks for the time and uh uh, hopefully we'll see you at the fair, and I hope you guys we'll are, are uh, be well. Thanks, yeah. Jack. You as well. Bye. Jack Carlson, former Thanks. North Star. Uh, again, if, if you want to give or want inf- more information on Brad Maxwell and the GoFundMe that they have for him, I did post it on my Twitter feed uh, or whatever it's being called these days. And if you don't uh, follow <laughs> me, it's at Dave underscore Schwartz. We'll take a quick break, come back, and we'll talk some gopher football as well. Yeah. That's coming up next on The Huddle. <laughs> Welcome back to the huddle. We're just a couple of weeks away here from the not actually not very long at all from the Gopher football team kicking off the season with Nebraska. Andy Greeter is the beat writer for the Pioneer Press and Gopher football. Good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm good. You? I'm good. Good. Good to have you today. I, I have to say, and I don't know if you're feeling this as well. I feel like. There is more buzz around this Gopher team this year, and I've had more people ask me about this team than I think I've had in recent memory. Do you feel that extra buzz right now around the team? You know, I think there's more intrigue with the team. I think Mm -hmm. we see a little bit of a a changing of philosophy a little bit in the way they're going to play offensively. The talent that they have on that side of the ball is different. Um, Defensively, they've been quality for years and years. So I think that's mm-hmm. the, the standard of what you get with Joe Rossi's defense. So, yeah, I, I think there's there's certainly some intrigue. Obviously, the schedule is very challenging, so that's part of the factor as well. Andy, as far as the defense, and you brought it up, but it, it seems like everything I'm hearing, because I have not been to practice yet, and I apologize, I, I keep promising the coach and the players I'm going to come over there, and I just haven't had a chance, but – the D-line, I've heard nothing but great things about the D-line. I like what we have at, at linebacker and the defensive backs, but the D-line yeah. seems to be in focus this year. Is that something you've, you've taken note of as well, is how big and strong these guys are? Yeah, I think, I think they, they've got like, – I'm, what I'm probably going to write about here coming up is I think third downs are going to be scary because I think you've seen the emergence of Anthony Smith, who is a four-star recruit from Pennsylvania, who they got out of Penn State's backyard and really upset the Nittany Lions over. He's going to be he's, – he's, he looks the part, and he's, he's making some splash plays. I think they're really high on him, and that's their deepest position on the entire roster because you got Jalen Logan Redding and Jod Joyner, who I think can, can be a freaker on the edge as well. And then you got Danny Strigal on the other side. So I imagine some really unique third-down packages with the skill and size and length that they can get on the field, uh, especially at the D-line. I think it's probably one of the – especially defensive end is probably one of their best positions on the team. Our uh, good friend Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press joining us in the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning, talking a little gopher football. Uh, Andy, Ethan Kaliak Manis certainly yeah. seems like he feels the confidence that he needs. He looks the part. I am super excited to watch this kid, this kid play, especially after the tease we got of last year. Do you feel like or do they feel like he is ready, that he is the guy that is going to really take this offense and change this offense to what it's going to look like? Yeah, I think they've been planning to, to build the offense around him. Now, how much of that changes the run-pass balance that has been such a focal point for teams before? You know, they don't have a workhorse running back. It's going to be by committee, and you've got different skill sets in the backfield. And in some practices, we saw a lot of underneath stuff to running backs. I wonder how much of that is going to be part of 
you know, kind of a rhythm, getting a flow for Ethan to throw to the backfield uh, a few times. I could see that being part of the part of the wrinkles. They just have such a such a unique. It, speaking of Ethan, it was it was great for him to get the experience that he got last year. His first start mm-hmm. was at Penn State for the wideout, right? Obviously, it didn't go according to plan. They had him on a very tight game script. And then in the second half, he started to open it up, and they made some plays. Obviously, it was kind of in a blowout mode, but that experience was was vital, right? He comes in and takes over the second half at Nebraska. Yeah, he played well. Also, also enormous. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. then just the end of the year, right? I mean, look at Wisconsin. Look at the start of the bowl game. Wisconsin game, for sure, is his best. Multi-touchdown, 300 yards, really kind of showed himself on the road in the rivalry game. So I think those are the kind of things that you can start to expect with a guy who got invaluable experience last year. Andy, I think, and you guys are talking about it, I mean, Calic Manis, I think, has the best arm I've seen for go for quarterback since I don't even know when. I, I know we've had a lot of quarterbacks that, that are pretty good, but the way the ball comes off his hand looks different than any quarterback I've seen with the Golden Gophers, and I'm, I'm going back to my era, which is the late 80s, so that's going back a long way. I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed with what he does. But tell me this, he's got a couple of transfers uh, from Western Michigan, uh, both at running back and receiver. You got Crooms and you got Tyler. What do you think of these guys? And I know PJ's, you know, formerly a Western Michigan coach, but um, what is it about these guys that that had the Gophers so excited to grab them out of the portal? Yeah, I mean that's a great point, Pete, about his arm talent. It's it's, it's special. He had a couple fifty-yard bombs uh, to Daniel Jackson, Lamecki Brockington in one of the open practices, and they were just mm-hmm. special. Like they just had this zip and loft and ease and dropped them into a bucket. They were great plays. Mm-hmm. But as far as the as far as the transfers go, um, yeah, I mean they need a they need a, a back that has done it before, right? I mean, you've got two young running backs in Zach Evans and Darius Taylor who you like and, and have shown some promise and are big recruits and have done a lot of things in high school. Um, but they haven't done it at college yet. So you want Sean Tyler who's who's done it at the Mac level for multiple years. You can kind of rely on him. He's probably going to be the guy who gets the most carries, at least starts, and at least at the start. Um, and then, you know, Corey Coombs is, is a slot receiver, uh, possession guy, speedster. Uh, both of those guys show some shiftiness in, in practice as well, like they can be in a phone booth and, and make you miss, those kinds of types of talents. They're not the biggest guys, uh, but they are two, uh, two talented guys. I think, you know, Daniel Jackson, I think, is probably the number one at the wideout position. Uh, Elijah Spencer, uh, he's, he's got some size. Maybe not like, uh, you know, Dalen uh, Wright, uh, maybe not that big, uh, but certainly a guy who can go up and get contested catches on the outside. He's intriguing. Obviously, Brevin Span Ford. Yeah, so, I mean, like we've talked about, I think the intrigue, the buzz about this team is because of what this offense could be with Ethan's arm and the weapons around him, including Chris Bell, who's on his way back and had a really nice catch in the last open practice. Andy, I was going to ask you about Chris Ottman Bell. He's the seventh year back. He tore his ACL last year in his knee. What does he look like? Is he, do you see 100% out of him, or is he not quite there yet? Yeah, it's been interesting because we, we, were, we saw three open practices, and the first one he was kind of did some a little bit of stuff, but nothing team, nothing one-on-ones, nothing you know, with contact. And PJ said that they were just ramping him up over the course of, of camp. Um, and then you could see a little bit more of the second practice. And then the third practice, like I talked about, uh, Drew Viotto, uh, the freshman uh, quarterback, threw a nice ball back of the end zone. Chris Bell, you know, made a nice catch through contact, you know, which is always what you want to see, right? You want to have a couple of hits and fall that kind of make you realize that you're playing football again. And, and I think he came through that, you know, unscathed. And I think that was the positive sign that you, that you want to see uh, for a guy who's, who's coming back, like you said, for his seventh year. It's just, 
it's wild what COVID and, and medical red shirts and red shirts can do to, to college athletes. He's, you know, he's been here since the beginning. He's, he's the OG around this team. Andy, how about how about you mentioned it for a second there, but uh, I'd like to expand it a little bit. Brevin Span Ford, I, I think the world of this kid. He's got the size to be an unbelievable dominating player, both catching and blocking uh, for the Gophers. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. I think we have a deep tight end group that's big, strong, and fast. Are we a team that could go with two tight ends? you know, fairly frequently as well, sort of, sort of like the Patriots or something like that. And, and do they have a plan to get Span Ford the ball even more this year? Because I think they should, but maybe you tell me I sh- they shouldn't. No, absolutely. I think he needs to be, especially in the red zone, he needs to be the number one target, right? I mean, you have to use that six, seven basketball jumping type abilities that he has, mm-hmm. right? He can be a, a freak athlete in the air and they don't utilize him enough. You know, I think he only had two, touchdowns last year um so he's got to be a, a primary target especially in the red zone um yeah i, I see them you know going to multiple tight ends nick Callerup from uh Wyzetta. he's he's a big boy uh he's your blocking tight end when they go with with uh two tight end personnel which i imagine they'll do certainly i mean that'll always be part of the bedrock uh of you know short yardage situations for the gophers absolutely jameson gears uh the young tight end from Illinois, his leg was immobilized. He's kind of the up-and-coming. He's the guy after Brevin uh, as far as from a pass-catching standpoint. And looks like he's going to be out for a little while. And I also didn't mention that Ethan, given how strong his arm was, he did not throw, throw a single pass on Tuesday as P.J. gave him a bit of a rest day, which was a bummer because we only go to so many practices and, and your star quarterback doesn't throw that day. It's, it's a little deflating for, for fans, especially given, like you said, the intrigue about this team. Uh, Pete loves to talk load management, so we're not going to go there today. I am. <laughs> right. I, I am curious. I don't know if I open something up there. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> Andy, I'm curious. This I'll, I'll stick with the offense because it's what really intrigues me. What is this offense? What are they going to miss more, John Michael Schmitz, or not having Mo Ibrahim back there? Um, yeah, I mean he was he was such a difference maker at center, right? I mean he John Michael Schmitz was. Was it was a rock for a long time, right? I mean, All American, um, you know, second round pick by the Giants. Looks like he's going to spot in playing the NFL, right? Like that kind of continuity at, at the offensive line spot is is immeasurable, even if you don't see it. And the obvious answer might be, or the more the easier answer might be Mo. But I think you're going to miss that in the middle. They like Nathan Nathan Bow. He's played a lot of football. He's a gritty kid from Lakeville who's who's come in and and really kind of blossomed in a in a college career where you didn't think it. It was uh, going to be much, but he, he's a guy that they certainly rely on in the middle. Um, yeah, I think they've. I think they're. I think they'll be fine up front. I, I'm not really concerned about that. I think they've got some movement and, and along the offensive line. Uh, so there's going to be that's going to be an, an issue going forward. But I don't. Uh, Brian Callahan has done a nice job up front. I don't see that being being a concern so much. Our backs against the wall, but real quick, um, from a defensive back standpoint. Is there one guy standing out? I know a lot are in the NFL right now, but is there somebody standing out right now for you? Is it Justin Wally, or or who is it? Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, didn't, I realized I didn't answer the question fully. Obviously, Mo <laughs> has, has 800 carries, right? I mean, you're going to miss the hell out of that. He's the record-setting uh, you know, tailback for the Gophers. So it's a, it's a really hard question. It's obviously both, but we'll see how much on both sides. Um, speaking of uh, defensive backs, I mean, it's Tyler Newbin, right? I mean, the guy... He's a potential first-round pick. Uh, he's an All-American. He looks the part. He's a, he's adding ball-hawking ball plays, I heard, in spring ball that hmm. brought people to brought the name Antoine Winfield Jr. up. So if you're in the mm-hmm. same company, 
that guy who had, you know, countless interceptions and big plays, and he was making ball hawking type plays like that in spring ball. I think that's that's really where it starts. Uh, I think Darius Green's going to be the other safety. You know, Justin Wally has been, you know, on an island a lot of times, and he's he's stepped up and, and won it a lot, and that's why he was a freshman All American, and, and he's kind of the rock solid guy at one corner spot. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be a big rotation at the other spot. Um, Nickel, there's some questions at that spot too. So you know they've got high end talent and they've got a lot of transition at other spots. Andy Greeter, St. Paul Pioneer Press. Thanks as always, my friend, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon as the Gophers uh, kick off here a, a week from Thursday against Nebraska. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Take care. Always great stuff with Andy. We'll step aside and finish up uh, hour number two of the huddle. You are listening to 830 WCCO. Great song. Such a good song. Uh, welcome back to the huddle. Got a couple minutes left here. Actually, I was just, I'm, I'm looking on ESPN. I think it just posted a little while ago. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played in the preseason, but he's going to in the preseason finale against the Giants. Huh. How about that? He's going to go out. Yeah, he'll throw out. He'll throw three passes. There'll be quick screens and a tight end, uh, and then he's out of there. Right? I mean, that's what I would do. And they better have the offensive line that's going to be the starters in front of them. Yep. <laughs> that's a good. You're right. You said that earlier when we were chatting. Yeah. I mean, maybe just in the commercial break. Um, but it was. You're, you're right. I wouldn't put a starting quarterback out there without a starting offensive line. Right. Yeah. Pete, uh, we got week one of college football coming up. What is what game are you looking at that you circling first? You can't wait to see. You know, first of all, college football is my favorite thing. So in front of the NFL or anybody, it is just my favorite. But. I'm looking at this Notre Dame Navy game, and I find it interesting because the you know the service academies are very difficult to prepare for because of the kind of offense that they play, and mm-hmm. they've always got some players. And I would expect that Marcus Freeman, uh, the head coach at Notre Dame, has them in shape, and they're rated number thirteen. But they picked up. This is what's exciting to me. They picked up Sam Hartman from Wake Forest on in the portal for another year. And this is a quarterback who, shoot, he's already thrown, I don't know, 77 touchdown passes in the last two years. So they, they've they built that up and with an offensive line where you've got three guys that are arguably maybe in the first round, maybe the first two rounds. Yeah. So there's a lot to this Notre Dame team that uh, I think is going to be fun to watch. It should be an interesting game. And I, I just want to see how dominant they really could be or are. I um I want to see I think it's is it USC San Jose State that's the, that's, that's their first week. Yep. I um Caleb Williams is so interesting to me. He's yeah. so I I was looking at his stats this morning because there's a you know a lot of talk that he's a, a Heisman mm-hmm. favorite. He threw 42 touchdowns last year and only five picks. Yep. He only had five interceptions the whole season. That's incredible. <laughs> and he was sacked 30 times. Yeah. <laughs> so I. I'm really interested. I mean, granted, San Jose State's not going to be, you know, really all that difficult, but I'm just genuinely excited to see what the year holds for Caleb Williams. Yeah, and we're and by the way, and the following year we got SC and UCLA coming over to yeah. the Big Ten, so we'll start seeing at least those teams, and they do a great job of 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 what they do recruiting, and yeah. we've already seen that a million times over. Yep. By the way. State Fair, real quick. I just got to tell you, you know what I'm looking forward to most? Boys what? to Men and Shaka Khan. I'm telling you. Are you, you going right? to the concert? Yeah, of course. That's yeah. a good concert. I it's might have to go night. with you. Is yeah, that Sunday in. night? 
You're in. Yeah. I might have to do that. <laughs> that sounds fun. Hey, I, I look forward. We hope we get to see you all at the State Fair next week. We'll be there live 10 to noon on Sunday. Don't miss it. Thanks to all of our guests today. Thanks to Charlie as well for guiding us. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week at the State Fair, everybody. Have a great week. Let's go. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.